Oh, uh, look out for that boy step, Doc. It's a real Lulu. Buck Bunny? Eh, uh, you were expecting maybe the Easter Bunny? You're a cartoon. You're not real. Not real, eh? If I weren't real, could I do this? <laughs> Welcome back to another week of Geek Squatch where nostalgia finds a giant hairy beast and spits out a podcast all about 80s and 90s geek culture. On this episode, we hope you got some Basketball Jones because we're talking all about Michael Jordan, Bill Murray, and Newton following it up with Bugs Daffy and Porky in Space Jam. Uh, I am Brandon Kramer and me and Marvin the Martian here will be refing the discussion tonight before the big game. And then we introduce you to our starting lineup at Small Forward and probably drinking some of Michael's secret stuff right now. Hell Alex yeah, you're not, even, you're not even lying, What's man. Up? Space Jam is and was and is my shit. I got shortly after <laughs> uh, watching I – mean, I say shortly after. I mean it could have been months. I don't really remember the, the timeline. But Space Jam directly influenced the purchase of my very first name brand sneakers, which is a pair of Jordan Ooh. 11s. And they were dope, let me tell you. Dude, I had no idea that they were numbered until I was doing research on it was like something I never got into on like the whole Jordans yeah, yeah. thing. And I had no idea there were actually like a series of like what number they were mattered. There are numbers like, and there no are revisions idea. of each number. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I'm not a sneakerhead by Goodness. any means, but that was like my that was my first brand name as like this like oh my god look at these damn shoes people at school were like damn i can't believe you got these oh my god apparently they were all fucking aziz i'm sorry for a while i don't know <laughs> as everyone says hi tonight they're also gonna let us know who their favorite looney tune was oh Alex, shit yours? uh my favorite looney tune i've never thought about this question um i'm gonna say it's a comedy <laughs> it's, it's a split between what's the name of that big fucking hairy red dude that looks like a like a fucking dream sickle but he's red and hairy. Oh, what? Oh, oh Marvin's yeah. Marvin Mar- isn't he? Oh, it's like, yeah. like Marvin's Ma- the Martian. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but he's like, using all kinds of shit. I like that guy. I like that big hairy monster dude. And if you want, like, this out of the standard cast, I'm gonna pick uh, fucking Foghorn Leghorn. Gossamer. Foghorn. Yes. <laughs> all right. At center tonight, they call him the Ginger Barkley. Caleb McAllister, what's up, man? <laughs> No one has ever called me that ever, and no one ever. To your will. face, ever? Really? Never. It's I thought weird. for sure. That's what yeah. we all call you, but that's what it. I have. We have you nicknamed in the group chat, man, Ginger Barkley. We have for years. I don't think so, but if you say so, uh, yeah. Uh, my my favorite Looney Tunes character growing up was Taz. I know he's horrible now. Um, oh my god! I've learned my ways. I've, yeah, I've learned. I've learned the errors of my ways. Uh, I guess I'll go with. Uh, Daffy Duck? Oh, jeez, oh, you're killing me, Smalls. I actually, um, um, one of my favorite things about Space Jam is I think Taz has like two, two, two second scenes. Like, and that's my favorite thing about it. I think. 
No Taz. He has that. No he has Taz. a big scary face scene All right, where he gets not... up in the monster's face and he's like, "Nigga, what you gonna do?" Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the party. Yeah. <laughs> All right, playing point tonight. We got Jamie. Ooh. Don't call me doll, McAllister. Yeah. What's going on? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Who's your favorite? <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, you know, I love Wiley Coyote. He's absolutely Hell my yeah. favorite. Hell yeah. He's amazing. More than Roadrunner? Like, you don't love Roadrunner? You love Wiley? Absolutely. That man does not give up. I tell you what. He is tenacious and creative. Like, never-ending creativity with that coyote. You know how many lessons you could learn from Wiley Coyote? Clearly, I've learned none of them. Never never thought about it until you just brought it up. Amazing. All right. (laughs) At Shooting Guard tonight, our proud new papa... Calling the Percolator Perkins. What's going on, man? What's going on, guys? You know, I already we obviously didn't confer beforehand because Foghorn's my number one and Wiley's yeah. my number two. Hey. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, boy, you like me the most. Yeah, what's what's up so with good. people just not being able to admit that Bugs is awesome? Like, why can't? Well, that's the thing. Nobody well, you can't Bugs. And yeah. he's like, he's the, he's the, you know, the, the shining star. It's too obvious. I, well, it's yeah, the thing it's is that's the, yeah, because because everyone likes Bugs, but no one hates Bugs Bunny. Well, it's true. Nah, yeah, don't. something's wrong with you. You do, for sure. Probably a mine, because I didn't, I didn't mention mine. Mine is Marvin the Martian. Oh, I love Marvin the Martian. Okay, I always did. I always did. But Colin, welcome back, man. We haven't, we've been missing you for what, like five or six weeks now. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, got the got the little kiddo now. He's thirteen, uh, starting to grow a little facial hair, <laughs> uh, noticing girls and stuff like that. Um, so it's going well. Um, you had yeah, the no, talk last night. Six weeks. So wow. yeah, wow. Nice. six weeks and a two and a half year old and all sorts of fun stuff that goes along with that. But uh, I'm glad to be back. <laughs> I, I was listening and the podcast is not a flaming ball of trash. Wow. Which is awesome. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> that was his prediction when he left. That was trying my goddamn just to wow. make that work. I'm What's... sorry. <laughs> Despite Alex's best, but I'm efforts. glad to be back. I'm glad that Jamie's joined us Hell for yeah. full time now. This is exciting, man. This is wow, fun. Yes, also, yeah. With Colin coming back, we have to. Jamie has decided to join us full time, which we are all excited about. It's going to be a good popular time, demand. Guys. We had lots of Twitter, lots of Facebook. So Someone wrote me a letter, many. which is like oh, weird because so I've many. never given out my address <laughs> on the internet. So. <laughs> and all, and it was it was just addressed. It just said to Alex, which isn't even my legal name, and then. Inside of it just said, make Jamie great again. And I was like, I don't know what that oh, means. Stop. You're so full of it. I don't know what it means, I but it means. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm going to need copies of that and uh, framed, preferably. You fax it to her. <laughs> All right, guys. We're planning on having a great time tonight discussing the Space Jam. And uh, spoiler alert, we do have at least one guy joining us tonight that does not enjoy pooping it up with Bugs and Daffy, and we'll get to that as soon as we can. So we'll see you on the other side of this little break.
Alright guys, we are back, and before we get sucked down to Looney Tunes land on that ninth green, we're going to jump in the Wayback Machine, as we have every week now. We're going to bring you back to November 15th, 1996, is when Space Jam was introduced to the world and changed it forever. Um, Alex was 9 years old, Caleb was 14, Colin was 16, and Jamie and I were 13 years old, so... Um, all those formative years, man. How good was life in '96? No bills. Really, '96 would have put me, I guess, in, <laughs> in November of '96 would have been third grade. Um, mm-hmm. it was um, it was a unique time in my childhood. But uh, the there was a very <laughs> there was a constant through all of that, which was the NBA. Um, which I don't think I need to go too down that road. But I will say. I was really fucking into sports back then, like specific, specifically basketball. That was for you though, right? The NBA was yeah, awesome specifically back basketball. Then, that late nineties, that was so much fun. Great, great NBA. That's my favorite. Those are my best memories uh-huh. of NBA. Well, and one of them was the main topic of the show tonight is Michael Jordan. Was Hell just yeah. such a great time to watch. Sure. I wasn't a Jordan guy though. Like he I was, was a Knicks everything. fan. I was always rooting against him. <laughs> I feel like he, Jordan was one of those polarizing guys. A lot like you know, like LeBron is now or Tom Brady or all those guys. Sure. Like you either love him or yeah. you hate him. I never. You know? I didn't. I guess I didn't hate him. I just. I didn't. You know. I didn't want to see him win because he kept winning. He won all the time. Well, so I, in, I rooted for the Knicks. <laughs> at the end of '96, a few things that were happening that would have been affecting our lives at the time. Um, the original Tomb Raider was released on hmm. PlayStation. Was anyone a Tomb Raider fan back oh, on yeah. PlayStation? I didn't even own a PlayStation, a so I, I had I had played it on did I play on PlayStation. I had played it on PC. I played that. Yeah. Was it that also was a Dreamcast awesome. release later on? Alex, you would. Yeah, know. but Dreamcast didn't come out till '99. Oh, that's that's right. I'm bad at stuff like that. I remember playing Tomb um, Raider, and, and at one point, I think my parents like would watch a little bit of it, and they they laughed at like the grunting uh-huh. that she would always grunt <laughs> climbing up to the. The, uh, you know, whatever she was climbing up. <laughs> like, what is this this woman, this, like, his polygonal pointy, pointy boob monster? Just grunting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I'll, probably my only influence for Tomb Raider when I was 13 was doing that, um, you know, a, a next, a Netscape, um, search of the nude code. Yeah. You know, I was thinking it was a um, thing. I had a little you know. Tomb Raider experience. I think we all did earlier this evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, Tomb Raider's awesome, you that guys. Just bring me back. just keep it up. He really is. Those new games are really good. Um, the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon was just coming to an end. I think oh, um, a week a week or two before this, it aired its final mm. episode. Um, after um, what it started in '89, so after a seven year run, which is mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Um, and the number one song Ooh, on yeah. the radio or in Billboard was. That no diggity joint from Black Street and <laughs> yeah. Dr. J, which I still that song comes on and it's it's mm-hmm. yeah I'm down. I love yep. that song. You guys, you guys. So did you look up? Was it the song for this week? Did you look up this week specifically? It was it was at the number one chart on the fifteenth. Yeah, oh, okay. when That's Space Jam was released, it was number one on the. There's chart. There's some good R and B. That was the. Time, it was there's the R and B time. There's, really well, there's R and B and there's grunt. There's lots of grunge and like oh, it's, it's a yeah. good time for music. Dudes. Why have we yeah. done a music episode yet? Come on, that's what we're doing. We're gonna, do, we're, gonna, we're gonna do grunge soon, we man. To... I got grunge on it. Grunge? I would do grunge. I mean, I would. I could honestly. I could do early. I could do like early, especially East Coast hip hop, grunge, 
or R&B from this era because that's like my entire musical fucking prism dude. Or, or, or like dude, you know, I... genre or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm think I'm thinking grunge. Blackster is great, and I, ex- I absolutely had this album. But I was I loved All for One. I was oh, just such a I, yeah. I don't know this music video. It's the first slow dance I ever slow danced in my life. Was to, oh, to I swear. Oh um, yeah, sixth grade, <laughs> sixth grade Halloween dance. Emily Rasmussen, where you at? Hit me up. Hit Let them know your boy, your boys, your boys out here. You guys ever see the video for No Diggity? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm probably at I, one point. I, but I, I want all of you to make yourselves but... a personal note. Just to, and if you're listening to the show, uh, write write it, write it down. Go check out the fucking music video for No Diggity, man. It is great. It's got a marionette. It's got dudes in silver jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. It's one of my favorites. Well, this is this is when MV, MTV played music videos, and it was mm-hmm. still it was starting to transition out of that, right? And then there was always the late night. Well, and I forget yeah, what they called also, it, but they had the late night, where it was like a two hour or three yeah. hour chunk, where it was just there was just also music BET. Videos. And I don't want to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to dwell too much on this. But this is when you'd get out of school and you'd go home and watch TRL. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. on MTV, mm-hmm. and that was where you saw the top music videos yep. at the time. I don't. Know, I, I'm pretty sure '96 TRL was around. It was definitely like around then. Yeah, when it was absolutely. Out. Oh, Carson yeah, Daly with name? your Carson? black Carson nails Daly. and your hottie yeah, hotness, Daly, and oh, now you I do terrible ads for online clothing sales. Mm-hmm. TRL changed my life oh. the day they premiered Britney Spears. <laughs> Does anybody like Carson Daly? I love like, Carson Daly. Like, Really? Why not? I have I nothing just, against him. You know, I, I liked him before he, just, he was abducted by aliens wow. and sent back down as a horrible lizard monster. That see, there you go. That, what? I, that must be it. <laughs> Let's, we're gonna move along. Let's, I'm, like like, I'm gonna, gonna squash it. All right, I'm anyway. gonna squash it. Let's talk about some Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So bring yourself back to that time or the first time you experienced Space Jam, which we're about to find out that for Colin that was about eight days ago. <laughs> um, and and let me know what you're a member of it. Alex, you loved the NBA. Um, Space Jam came out. Man, what did you think about it when you were Okay, so my mom had a boyfriend. Uh, his name was Donald. Um, and he is my, he's my little sister's father. And Donald um, meant this – I know how this sounds. Donald looked a hell of a lot like Michael Jordan, okay? <laughs> like he just really did. He looked a okay. lot like him. And I was young and I was like, shit, dog, this dude looks just <laughs> like Michael Jordan. That's awesome. I'm so into fucking basketball. Everything's great. NBA Jam ruled. Um, I will say I really love mm. the Bulls in general and I really liked Michael Jordan. But Scottie Pippen though, guys, come on. Like Pippen was the shit. Um Anyway, uh, so yeah, I mean, like my mom was dating this guy, Donald, who looked like so much like Michael Jordan. And it was like this NBA fever pitch in the mid nineties and the dream team went down in 92 and there's a whole, I mean, just like fucking basketball was crazy. And I'm also Mm -hmm. nine years old. Um, Cartoon Network was a thing. Cartoon Network had acquired all of the rights to all the old Hanna-Barbera stuff, but they also played uh, all the TBS shit, um, which would have been all of your Warner Brothers and Looney Tunes stuff. So man, I caught like. I watched these old Looney Tunes cartoons. They were on my TV pretty much all day. Um, so when you m- just meld these two things together, it's great. First time I yeah, dude, this is like the perfect. Yeah, movie I mean, for at you. nine years old, this was like that. They they made this movie for me. Um, so yeah, man, I was super into it. Um, I don't remember the first time I saw it because I don't think I saw it in theaters. We didn't do a whole lot of that when I was younger. Um, but I do know, I do remember distinctly buying the VHS tape because you remember back in the day when VHS tapes they came in two different types of packaging where it was either a little cardboard sleeve or it was like the big thick plastic mm-hmm. one 
the Disney thing. That's I always I always think those are just Disney movies, but I know it was a lot of other things. Yeah, that came yeah, in like those. Uh, like Nickelodeon. But, yeah, all the Disney yeah, like VHS the Nickelodeon tapes yeah. came in those too. Like a bunch of a bunch of those tapes came in them. Um, but anyway, yeah, I remember I remember buying that, and I get I got at the same time these toys, and I tried my damnedest to look this up today, but they were these toys, man. If you guys are listening and you had these and you remember what the fuck I'm talking about, let me know because it's eating me alive. There were these these little plushies of the uh, the monsters, right? And you could fold them up. Like into themselves, they were like a reversible thing, and they would fold into a basketball. I was, I knew you were gonna yeah. say that, dude. And I look crazy. The popples. Oh yeah, the popples. Were they? But, were they just regular yeah, popples, like popples, the Space Jam? Yeah. Theme? Yeah. Well, yeah. It That's was, the idea. Yeah, it was like a secondary. The popples were, yeah. The, well, now, well, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I know that, and they're still. I mean, even today, they fucking have toys that do that stuff. Like my kids have a bunch of them, but Pokemon, they're into Pokeballs, right? I mean, but uh. Anyway, oh, I looked all over for this stuff this morning and could not damn find it. But um, I don't know. I was just – I don't remember my exact first experience watching it. But I remember this being um, the introduction uh, to like most of the masses of my main man, one of my favorite artists of all time, R. Kelly. And mm. let me tell you, I don't care, I don't care what you think of it, man. Okay. That you. man has produced some stellar music. In. I believe he did. I can fly. He did. And the oh, last absolutely. thing I'll say before I move on about R. Kelly is you, you <laughs> absolutely need to watch his short uh, like film or whatever you may call it. It's like a music video movie kind of thing uh, called Trapped in the Closet, parts one, two, and three. Oh, my God. Oh, it's God. You, That's not okay. You need it in your life. That you need it so bad. Okay. Oh, I've heard it's about this. an adventure. Jamie... Jamie, give us a palate cleanse off of that. What, what, what do you, what do you remember about Space Jam, and what are your thoughts on oh it now? My God. I remember that the same week that I saw Space Jam in the theater, because that's how it is. Um, we went and saw the the Harlem Globetrotters at our Ooh. local high school as well. Damn. So it was like that's full awesome. on basketball central there for like a week. That is probably the most sports I've ever had packed into my life in one place. You saw ever. the basketball men playing wait, basketball. Wait, wait, wait. basketball men playing basketball with their their balls and the shooting and the yeah. Did the Globetrotters <laughs> win? The what? Did they win? Did they win? Oh, I have, yeah, they always win, win don't they? Yes. Yeah, they, I feel like there's they, a they, degree they, upon it's rigged. rule that they it's always rigged. Win. <laughs> it is. It's very rigged. It is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I have very fond memories of it. Like, it all just kind of tied in together with this really, like, awesome week of my childhood. Um, and then we rewatched it, and it, it wasn't quite as awesome. <sighs> you, oh, this week? You and you Yeah. And Did we watch it today? Yeah, we watched it, it today. this morning, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It was a little, you guys are killing a little me. disappointing. Maybe I need a Globetrotter shot to, to get <laughs> pump me back up into... I don't think there's anything that redeems this film. Oh, really? Nothing? (laughs) Your four-year-old cheering along? I just, uh, as much as I want to skip him, you guys, as much (laughs) as I really want to skip Caleb right now. Caleb, tell us about your childhood first before you tell us about hating I don't remember it. I know I saw it in the theater because it was a big deal when this came out, Um, but it was forgettable. (gasps) So No. Even then, you think? You're crazy, dude. (laughs) Seriously, <laughs> I'm 100 percent serious. Like, I, I didn't remember anything except for the stupid bulldog running up and jumping, uh, and then the you know the fake one that he's holding. That's what you took away backwards. from this. Really? That's the part you remember? <laughs> That's pretty much oh it. Everything else, I, I once it happened, I was remembering it as it happens. But it's not like I took anything away from this film. This is uh, 
pretty much fluff. You have been cold and heartless since age 14. <laughs> it's true. Probably wow. true. It's true. It's probably true. Man, you think that was part of it? Maybe you were just, you were starting to get cool? Like, oh, no, 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 no. It's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, no, no. That never happened, that's, right? That does not happen. It's a very slow ramp if that's the case. Let's, yeah. let's, I'm going to continue down that track because, Colin, you were 16 when Space yep. Jam came out. You did not watch Space Jam when you were 16, did I you? I did not. No, I was I was sixteen. I played. I was a basketball player, um, and <laughs> and you were just so, too cool for the Looney Tunes. Like, but I love. Here's the thing. Like it was like Alex. Like like it would have been awesome if I was Alex's age because I I loved the NBA at that time, and um, you know I loved Looney Tunes growing up. But it just I was too old and I was too cool for school to watch this like silly. You know, animated like whereas you know who uh, the Roger Rabbit you know movie. Mm-hmm. So it was just it, it just yeah it just missed me. It just didn't hit me at the right time. And then I watched it. Let me take you all the way back to Thursday of this week. Oof. <laughs> and I watched it for the first time. And this is I, this is this is for everyone listening. Like none of us know Colin's impressions on Space Jam till this moment yep. with you, Colin. What do you like about Space um, Jam? My Rotten Tomatoes score is probably like 35, 40. <sighs> that's, that's about right. Oh. I think I had, that is there were some funny moments, I like and, and I'll, I'll quote a couple during the show. Like I, I, there were some good moments, but it's just, it's just, it was a disappointment. For, for one, and we'll talk about this later, is no Mel Blanc. Come on. That's a killer, especially if you're a, um, you know, a, a Looney Tunes fan. You, you can't, I mean, you can't have Mel Blanc in 96, but... Um, mm-hmm. but that, that was a killer, um, for me going back to watch this and, but you know, all the, 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 the animation's all right. And, you know, they, they minimize Jordan's acting in there, but, and they make fun of his, uh, baseball career, yes. which I love, uh, yeah. which I thought that was great. Um, but overall, um, I, I have to give it a thumbs down. I love how, and we'll talk about it and also, but I love how like self-aware Jordan is about how, about his baseball career. And then he's mm-hmm. already making fun of it in '96. Like he failed at baseball like six months like before this came, like as this was coming out, like or like the year before. I think '95 was yep. when he was when he quit baseball and went back to basketball. But anyway, um, my memories, you know, I don't have like Alex. I don't remember the first time I watched it, or even like I I know I watched it quite a bit and always liked it. My more memories revolve around the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and and owning that and listening to that and that being a big influence just musically on me, um, and and, we'll, and we're going to talk about those tracks here in a little bit. But yeah, R. Kelly and Seal and um, you know those songs, the Quad City DJs. You know, I remember just being in like on like family car trips and be like, Mom, let's can I please put Space Jam in? Like I were like it was something that I was very much into was that music. Um, and and a. And I, I remember that I liked the movie a lot, and I rewatched it, um, like all of us did, and I loved it. I guess I don't have a problem just like turning off my adult brain when I watch stuff like this. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Like no, I can man. just I can just rewatch it as a kid and just be like, this is just this is just fun. Like it's like have, it's just it's just a fun time for me. Even like the cheesy shit, like the dog when Michael and Jordan gets stuff, gets like, crushed up into a ball and bounced around in some of the worst three D animation I've ever seen right. in my life. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> bad. Hey, the technology was limited. <laughs> it absolutely then. Do you was. remember rewatching Star Wars? Come on now. See, I didn't mind the animation at all. I, I thought it was animation. fine. It was I mean, 
Yeah, I think it's good. The, the Looney Tunes animation is good, and then you do like the animation where you're animating a live human. Like that stuff's, you know. So I don't can, know, we, can we talk can about do that, that much real, better like, now? Let me just interject on the animation. How big are the monsters? Because I could not tell. You know? Oh, oh the God. perspective. Like, they're either like kind of big or they're huge. When they're first introduced and they're like <laughs> towering over them in that scene, like you're like holy, sh-, like these dudes are, you know. Are five times yeah, taller because Bugs Bunny is described you know? uh, in his in his intro to the game. He's described as four feet with the ears. You know what I mean? So in that first in that right. first oh, scene, wow. they're like twenty five <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But then when they get on the court, they're like you know they're probably a foot taller than Jordan. You yeah. know, seven foot. Yeah, six. and I feel like Caleb right now because I'm like I'm like <laughs> commenting on their height. But, but, but it was like it was really inconsistent throughout. It was. Like, I felt like they were. They were, like, huge, and then all of a sudden, during the, yeah, to your point, when they were playing basketball, they were like... Yeah, but it doesn't matter, because if they hadn't hadn't stolen Patrick Ewing's essence, which I guess we'll get to, like, Patrick Ewing could have fucking dealt with all these Mm -hmm. dudes, man, no problem. (laughs) My issue, like, Alex said the animation was great. It, It is definitely polished, and the animation of the, I would say, the iconic characters, like, we're talking, you know, Porky Pig and all that stuff is fine. When we get to the monsters, yeah. there are perspective issues in almost every single sure. shot because they can they could never figure out, in my opinion, how tall these guys were, how muscular they were, um, right. and a couple of them, it's really hard to tell them apart because they look very similar. So really, mm-hmm. it's coloring and like the top of their heads, like their hair, is the only thing that keeps them different in the character design so, standpoint. I'm, let's discuss this real quick as we talk about animation, and you could probably hit on this in there, Alex's. Growing up, like, is there a more prominent uh, live-action animation movie? I, I, I know it's probably one obvious one for all of us, and that's right. Roger Rabbit. But where do you think this stacks up on those movies for you growing up? Like, did you love those kind of movies, and where if is this? If I on? had to – so speaking as, again, like, uh, the, I guess the youngest member of the group, which is dumb. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I could tell you right now that everyone I know, if I had to ask them about a hybrid animation slash live action movie their first answer every time is going to be space jam um some people may be like oh yeah fucking who framed roger rabbit which is one of my first like the one of the first movies i could have ever said was my favorite you know what i mean um but and i certainly love that movie to death i and it's objectively a better movie than this one but as far as like being iconic goes i think space jam nailed it i think that it's by far the biggest this film is a complete Ripoff and riding the coattails of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, absolutely. Bob Hoskins is a actual actor. Yeah. That that what you're talking about here is Acting. insane to me that this film is anywhere anywhere close to more popular than Who Framed Roger but, Rabbit. But Bob Hoskins but Bob Hoskins is not popularity be a champion. True. Yeah. He wasn't six time at the time. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, ha. dude. And seriously, I mean, <laughs> so he was, wait, he was uh, three times at the time. When did Roger Rabbit come out? Nineteen ninety. Uh, Roger Rabbit, eighty-eight. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking at it right now because I was looking to see what it grossed. Um, its box office is three hundred twenty-nine million, which I think is short of what Space Jam does. But it is in that total, list. But... That list is short though of the the crossover animated. Yeah, I mean, I kind of looked into list. it. Like, like I remember growing up, like Mary Poppins was a thing. There's a little bit of that okay. in there. Um, bed knobs and broomsticks. If anyone remembers yep. that, Pete's Dragon, uh, yeah, was one okay. yep. growing up. Um, that mixed them, 
And those are the ones that kind of I remembered as a kid and as I looked at Bliss. But there's not a lot of them. There's some bad ones, too. There's the other Looney Tunes one with Brendan Fraser. That I've never mm-hmm. even seen. I refuse to watch that. I think I've seen that one. I've seen cool that. World. What's it called? I forget. Cool, oh, Cool World oh, one, cool too. Oh, Cool World yeah. was groundbreaking because yeah. that was so much more adult. Yeah, that was an adult yeah, version. Was, yeah. Even more adult than Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit, go back and watch. That's not a kid's movie. No. I mean, well, it is, it is but the palatable to a kid. Beautiful in that. Yeah, it's palatable for a kid. Like, kid can watch it and enjoy it as being cartoons with acting. But, man, that, that's got some really good adult humor in it that holds up awesome. Mm-hmm. We're going to do Roger Rabbit sometime. Yeah, we are. Real soon, probably, I imagine. But anyway, let's, let's stick along with Space Jam. Um, I'm going to give you basic plot points. We'll kind of talk about some stuff as we do. So, um... Does it ever mention in the movie the name of the little alien guys? What their names are? What they're called? Yeah. I didn't figure no. out until I did research that they're called the oh, Nerdlux. No, oh, no. Oh, really? They're called the Nerdlux, which I like. I was looking I at and so, I actually. even like double researched it. It's like, is this just wrong on Wikipedia? But it's not. They're called the Nerdlux, which okay. I thought was really interesting. Because I don't think it ever says that. But... um. Mr. Swackhammer, voiced by Danny DeVito, who I will remind Caleb is also an actor. Um, <laughs> is an actor. He's got like 15 <laughs> lines in this film, maybe 20. <laughs> but he is the boss and runner of a th- an alien theme park on another planet called Moron Mountain that's uh, losing its popularity and losing money and, you know, kind of like a... You know, whatever. And they're looking for a new attraction, looking for a new way to bring people in. And he wants the Looney Tunes. He wants to bring them in and enslave them and make them perform for him. And people will come and pay to watch the Looney Tunes perform at his theme park. So he sends the Nerdlux to Earth to capture the Looney Tunes. Um, And when they get there, um, they're these tiny little alien guys. Um, there's There's some pretty classic cool cartoon moments in there like the misdirection from bugs bunny when they first meet him yeah that's um, good. that's classic. that's those that's those so classic where they you know have you seen bugs bunny he describes himself and then no i don't know him and then they you know then they stop him um so that, that's that's bugs bunny's charm right like that's he yeah that's what he does and, yeah. and for some reason you know like you said like there's nobody's he's not necessarily anybody on this panel or anybody's favorite but everybody knows the classic Bugs Bunny, and that's why he is the kind of the the leader of the Looney Tunes, right? He's the he, king of misdirection. He's man. that guy that charismatic. Yeah, he's he's great. He is. He's, he's awesome. So, um, so they want to enslave the Looney Tunes, and then Bugs pulls another misdirection um, trick and takes a how to draw Looney Tunes mm-hmm. uh, book and and crosses out draw and how to capture Looney Tunes, and then makes up a a rule. That um, what what specifically is the rule? They have to give them a chance to defend themselves. Yes, and because they're small little aliens, uh, they choose to play them basketball, um, on um to the chagrin of of Elmer Fudd, who I think wants to play pool or bowl. He wants to bowl. Elmer Fudd. He wants to bowl. Absolutely, <laughs> Elmer's absolutely a bowler. Um, and so. After they kind of teach them what basketball, what basketball is, or tell them what it is, uh, they find out. Um, they mention the NBA. The Nerdlux go to Earth and steal the powers from some major NBA stars um, at at this point. So when Michael Jordan left basketball, um, he was the number one, and he even when he wasn't in basketball, he was the number one star. But these guys that they get, 
like it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Like if they did a um like back in '96, like these these the stars and the NBA stuff that they do in this movie, like the agreement that the NBA did with this, um along like the cooperation of the NBA, I guess, is pretty impressive in this movie. So um, if you're um, if you're an NBA fan, so I was you know trying to remember like God these 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 are like the the superstars of the time. They're the top of the you top, know? Man. like Ewing and uh, Larry mm-hmm. Johnson. But then now, so right now I have up the the NBA leaders from 1996 to 97. They were actually kind of towards the end of their careers. These guys and mm-hmm. Sean Bradley was in there for I don't know why, just because he's tall. Um, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Um, but he was probably uh, Glenn Rice maybe. led the. Le- oh no, wait, that's minutes. We don't want to talk about minutes. Uh, where's my points? <laughs> that doesn't mean much. Uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Carl Malone, Hakeem Olajuwon, Glenn Rice, Mitch Richmond, Gary Payton. These are all your leading scorers. But uh, these are Ewing probably your most eight. popular names, though, right? I yep. mean, you named some other Olajuwon, those guys, but Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy Bogues, which I remember at that point thinking he was really cool because he's just this tiny. Um, you know, he's probably, I'm probably, he's probably as tall as I am. No, he's not shiny. I gotta look that up. How tall is Muggsy Bogues? But so Muggsy Bogues, then Larry Johnson. And then like you said, Sean Bradley, who literally probably was just the tallest dude in the NBA at the time. And that's why he was popular. Muggsy is five, three. Holy shit. Five, three. Yeah. That's so awesome. Did he not slam dunk in a, in a dunk competition? He did. He was in a dunk competition too. That, that five, three dude could dunk. That's crazy. That's so insane. Well, they made How that joke at the end to... of the movie, too, where he's, they're all sitting around and he's, you know, they're all sad because they suck now. And mm. uh, he's like, yeah, well, at least you guys are tall. I got nothing. I'm just short and I can't play. <laughs> yeah. And they agree with him, too. They're like, yeah, that's true, uh, man. That's true. That sucks. <laughs> that's so they're, they're saying Muggsy could jump 44 inches in the oh, air. Oh, my God. It's so insane that he could dunk at 5'3". That's crazy. So um, there's actually some really cool scenes. The, the scenes that they – well, I, I'm going to say they're really fun scenes. Um, Caleb will disagree with me. Um, Every day. But hmm. when when they steal their powers and they're on the court, like you don't think that was – you know that, that wasn't entertaining for you? Like no. the ref it, throwing Ewing the ball and he can't, he can't even catch a basketball anymore? Like Entertaining? <laughs> no. I found the acting to be poor and and yeah, and it just shows you that player. actors and is athletes is just the crossover is just not there at all. <laughs> I, see, on that though, I don't think Jordan does a bad job acting. He's the Jordan best out of all of yeah. them, but he has to be. If the movie wouldn't succeed on a fundamental <clears throat> level if he wasn't at least passable. Yeah, yeah, and they did well, a he, good job of of minimizing his acting. Like a lot of, if you notice, like a lot of his lines are delivered like super close up, so it was just his face. So you couldn't uh-huh. necessarily read his body language or anything like that, um, but he was the best, best of the bunch. Besides Bill Murray, I would be well, willing and... to bet you that there isn't. You know, the problem I have with this film in general, and it's kind of off topic, but the, there's a lot of editing involved with this. It's like a sports film, so there's just cut after cut after cut after cut, and it moves so fast. And I think that's also why they had perspective problems with the monsters in general. Is you know they're trying to superimpose cell animation onto you know film with real people i would i would argue caleb that it's not like a sports film that it is a sports film. <laughs> well okay it's a genre bender how about that <laughs> really it's considered the number one highest grossing uh basketball film it's like 90 percent sports over blue chips okay. yeah it is it is <laughs> over yeah, blue yeah. chips um also michael jordan would have had a lot more experience 
in front of the camera at this point. He's a lot like if you if you took modern day like as often as you see Peyton Manning in commercials now, that was Jordan oh, in '96. Yeah. You know, he was endorsing <clears throat> everything in every. Oh commercial yes, there's break that line. Do, do you have that line? Yeah. I do. I, I put it in there. It's one of Wayne Newton or Wayne Newton. <laughs> yes, read Wayne it off, Knight's, dude. It's crazy. Wayne Knight's lines, and he says, um, "All right, come on, Michael. It's game time." Get your hands on, lace up your Nikes, grab your Wheaties and your Gatorade. We'll pick up a, gate, a Big Mac on the way to the ballpark. Yes. <laughs> it's so yep. perfect. That's so it's, good. Those are all such huge brands, too. Mm. Oh, are you kidding me? Nike, Gatorade, Wheaties, so, McDonald's. McDonald's. I would like you guys to understand something. Uh, Michael <laughs> Jordan is the second wealthiest African-American in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Oprah? Um, Oprah's first. Yeah, and... This is due in no small part. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but this is something I was reading about earlier. Um, these endorsement deals that he was doing were, were netting him. I know. I think that right now they net him something close to forty million dollars a year, um, and I can't imagine what he was making then. You know, on top of on top of his on top of oh, yeah. his actual NBA mm-hmm. money. You know, he made mm-hmm. way more money off endorsements. Oh than hell his yeah! NBA. Oh way hell more. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's standard way for athletes more. in general. Endorsements are ninety mm-hmm. percent of income for most high growth. Well, for athletes. superstar, yeah, yeah. yeah, for superstar. Yeah. Athletes. Well, I mean, that's why kids go to the Olympic. It's not because you make money going to the Olympics. Most of those kids are in so much debt to begin oh, with yeah. that it, it's it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, but endorsement deals that can save your ass. If you yeah. gold medal, you have a chance at some serious endorsement deals that can set you for life. Or that can, or yeah, they can cause for people sure. to look into your past like crazy, and then you get busted for smoking weed like it's some sort of big goddamn deal. Well, don't be a douche, <laughs> and then you don't have a problem. Like you couldn't, like when it rains, you couldn't swim to the fucking moon, and these people got to throw you under the bus. <laughs> yeah, Lochte. Yeah. All right, so the the Nerd Lux, um, before they're called the Monstars, I'm gonna they're they're not quite them. They steal the powers. They go back to Looney Tune Land, whatever that's referred to as, um, and take the court to practice as the little guys. And they take out this basketball they've been endowed with these powers, and and they turn into thirty foot monsters <laughs> that resemble 30, they're either like you know 15 or 30 foot you know whatever <laughs> somewhere in between there and patrick somewhere ewing in, is still in taller between. than all of them somehow so <laughs> absolutely yeah so and they all kind of look like their their nba counterpart and i don't know it's it's kind of a cool scene um the looney tunes then realize that they are in trouble and they need some help so they're gonna go uh get michael jordan who's the greatest basketball star at the time who at the time is playing baseball um, which we kind of t- touched on earlier. This is a real thing. Like, I don't know if I, I realize that most people who watch this movie and just cause it was in the popular culture at the time, understand that Michael Jordan quit base, quit basketball and played baseball. But I don't know if people realize how big a thing that was in the sport. It was in, um, it was in fair, newspapers across the world on front page papers. <laughs> it was, I had insane. no idea that any of that actually you happened. You didn't? We were rewatching it today. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot they put him in a baseball uniform. This is so funny. Um, yeah, I had no idea that that actually happened. <laughs> I, and there's, I'm going to touch on a little bit of the backstory of that here when we, when we start talking about Mike. Mike, I know him. He's my, he's my dog. No, it's just um, um, and, uh, and talk about why he's why he pursued baseball, but that's what he's doing at the time. He's not playing basketball, but they go and Jordan and Larry Bird and Bill Murray are playing golf. Um, that's a, come on, Caleb. Give me a scene you like, Caleb. You like that scene. scene. 
That is Bill Murray talking to Larry Bird and Michael Jordan about possibly joining the NBA. I did, but it was it seemed a little forced. I, I gotta have to. The whole movie is forced. Nobody's a good actor in that. <laughs> that is true. No one is a good actor in this film. Uh-huh. Bugs Bunny, maybe, but that's about it. Don't send your hate mail to Geek Squatch. At you can send it straight to me on Twitter. That's cool. Send it straight. Yeah, exactly. At Caleb MCC, um, I will. I will fight you all day. This movie is <laughs> Caleb's garbage. all about the social media oh, arguments right now. Col- guys. Colin got it right exactly. in the head. This is a thirty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. No. It is. Yeah, and and as as we record this is not, but when you're listening to this, the election's over, and Caleb needs someone to argue with on no, social I media. No, I don't. I really don't. Please I'll, hit him up. If 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 never mind. We're good. <laughs> so, so they uh, bugs uh, kidnaps. So MJ wait, 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 by... wait. Back to the golf. What? Back to the golf scene. This okay. is my favorite line in the entire movie. Which one? The favorite line is when um, Bill Murray's talking to to um, Larry Bird. He's golfing with MJ. Yeah, no, he's uh-huh. golfing with MJ. Yeah, and he goes, uh, "Is it because I'm white?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, he yeah. goes, "He's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Larry's white." He's like, "Larry's not white." Larry's clear. Yeah, that, <laughs> that that was my favorite line of the film as well. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, really? But yeah. uh, so Bill Murray's he's entertaining. Uh, uh, I think seriously entertaining in the movie as a character. Obviously, joining the NBA because um, NBA players are being afflicted with this. What everyone just kind of sees as a disease of losing their talent. Um, NBA goes on strike. They cancel all the games. None of the players will take the court. Um, and Bill Murray's trying to. Uh, you know, figure out if he can be a replacement NBA player. I think it's a funny little running gag that pays off at the end of the movie, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but we we didn't talk about the baseball thing enough. Like like yeah. Michael Jordan quit. He was thirty three years old at the height. He had just won another his third championship with the Bulls in a row. In a row, he decided to retire and play baseball. I'm older mm-hmm. than he the was hell? when he. Wow, that's crazy to think about. Hey, yeah. if he was going to do it's it, insane. that was the time. That's old for a baseball That's player. That's true. 33 yeah. it's, it's exactly the same thing as if LeBron James did it right, right. now. Wow. Yeah. It's, right. it's, 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 mm-hmm. it'd be the same. it's bigger. It's Michael Jordan. It's bigger. It's Michael Jordan. Um, <clears throat> and I haven't so, watched like a, like Michael Jordan uh, documentaries or read books about like what happened. Like my tinfoil hat, <laughs> just knowing I'll Michael tell you Jordan. Happened. Is I think he lost a bet. No, <laughs> no there's no, a very real, there's a very real, you want sad to, reason. You want to know the sad reality of it? Yes. His his father was murdered. Oh, well, his yeah. father yep. was a huge was a, was a semi pro baseball player, huge baseball fan. Always talked about as Michael grew up that he wanted to be a baseball player. He just became better at basketball. The summer before the summer he retired, his father was murdered, and he wait the summer put, that he retired. The summer of ninety, the summer of uh, I think it's ninety three. Um, I thought he, he retired with intent to play baseball. No, well he 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 kind of used it as a as a another reason where he said I was thinking about it. He didn't actually announce it or announce that he was going to pursue baseball until after his father's death. Wow. Okay. So sad reality of I didn't it. That's that. he. But and he they was kind of honoring the, the film, right? They have that kind of. Yeah, he to says his to his dad. And that's what I, I, you know, started bringing it down for him. But rewatched the beginning of that movie, and it kind of brings a little more depth to it. You know, um, mm-hmm. that his dad was a baseball player, and that like kind of moment, that father son moment there. Um, yeah, I mean that tore that tore him up for sure. His dad was was just brutal. His his dad was on a road trip and uh, parked his car on the side of the road to take a nap, 
and some kids saw a real nice car and killed the owner of it, took off with the car, shortly found out that it was Michael Jordan's dad, and ditched, ditched the body in a fucking swamp. But not dude, before. His dad was so decomposed, they had to use dental records to identify him. Like, well, this was not a, oh, this was not a body for situation. three months. Yeah, they didn't find the body for three months. Uh, the only reason they were caught, because before they discovered the identity, they had made some calls with it with his cell phone. Ah. Uh. So they caught that, these guys. Yeah, they got. They some, caught the they case. Got for, that. They got for that. But they're on. Still. They're on. They're serving life. They're not right eligible now. for yeah, yeah. for death penalty or something because I read some. There's this whole like law of precedence that was set beforehand, but uh, mm-hmm. they're not eligible for the death penalty. But they both got life in prison. So, any, so if anyone wants to go back and back and wa- rewatch Space Jam with a different perspective, Caleb, <laughs> Caleb, and. Listen, that that part was touching in the beginning with him yeah. and his dad in the conversation. I'm not, my heart is not made of stone. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's like you know, soapstone or something. Him but. playing, him yeah, playing right. baseball, and I love the self awareness of it. I think again of just that he wasn't good the at baseball. He was decent. Um, he played Double A, which he probably didn't deserve. They they put him in Double A because he sold tickets. He probably didn't deserve to be in Double A. Um, but like the scene with the catcher that's giving him telling yes. him exactly what pitch is coming and whether or not Don't he should swing and he still strikes out. It's so good. It's so good. It's funny. And then he goes back to the dugout and all his teammates are like, you know, Mike for a strikeout. You look good, man. I look terrible when I strike out. You make a strikeout look good. But you you got to believe that that was re- that uh, that totally real. Oh, to some know. degree. Yeah. Like maybe not from his teammates, but like out in you know out. Oh, he got way too just much. Compliment yeah. the shit out of him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Bugs kidnaps Jordan off the golf course. Uh, he goes and starts training with the Looney Tunes. Literally my notes are, they train, they play, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know how it's going to go down. They're going to, um, he goes down, he trains with them, uh, teaches them how to play, uh, basketball. Um, Wayne Knight is his, uh, what is, he's the publicist of the minor league baseball team. team. And his job is tasked with the job from the owner of the baseball team to um to just make sure Jordan's comfortable and happy and no one's bothering him. <laughs> so he becomes this obnoxious like fly on his shoulder for the rest of the thing. It's you know, um just always making sure he's good. So when Jordan gets kidnapped, it's his he typecast freaks role. Out. Like that's what he is in movies. Yeah, he's just yeah, for sure. I always forget that he's in it. Like I, I see his face and I, I only think Seinfeld and Jurassic Park. Like Me too. I have a hard time placing him anywhere. I had an ex girlfriend whose mother looks no. so, just exactly like this guy. Mother. Yeah, seriously. I was watching it today, and I was like, shit, so, it all comes together. That is why I didn't like that woman. Oh, good lord. That poor woman. It's very unfortunate, man. so good. Oh, man. Um, so we can talk about some more of the kind of the plot points as it goes down. We kind of talked about a lot about uh, Jordan and just how prevalent he was. Like I said, he's won six. At the time, he'd won three NBA championships. Um, and he goes on after he returns and wins three more. And that's kind of the, the plot point of the movie at the end is he returns, he rediscovers his love of the game playing in this Looney Tunes game and rejoins basketball. Which is, I don't know, it's kind of cool when you kind of mirror it with the real kind of what was really happening in Jordan's career at that time. Like literally, this is happening pretty much. Weirdly enough, this is Michael oh, really? Jordan's like 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 memoirs. Yeah, yeah, it this, kind of is. Yeah, this no, it is. Literally, this is kind of throw out all the Looney Tunes shit, and this is really happening in Jordan's <laughs> life at this time. Like he he's 
quit basketball. He's playing baseball. He rediscovers he wants to play ba- basketball and goes back to it. So um, who are the kids in the in the movie? Were any of those his? No, none of the family is his, are his. They're all actors. I, I know. I've re- I recognize the the wife. Mm, um, yeah, the they're all 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 the kids that play his children are actors. Um, I think I think they do. I think he really does have the three kids that are portrayed, um, and they're probably the, using the right names and and all that stuff. That he too. knows of. Um, yeah, that's probably true too. Um, I mean, he's no Wilt, but you know, he's in. So <laughs> no Sean Kemp. Good lord! Did Sean Kemp have? You know, oh, that, Sean Kemp spreading has, seed. Oh, he has tossing, tossing him wild oats. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, hundreds. allegedly. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, I kind of I went over his his dad's uh death and that being a big part of that, which is kind of. But let's get some uh. More lighthearted stuff. Uh, Can we talk about this the, the, the this... credit sequence? I, I'm sorry to interrupt. The beginning? Yes. <laughs> yeah, tell me what you hate. It's about five minutes long montage yeah. of Michael Jordan slamming Duncan stuff, which, okay, I'm, I'm in it for the first 60 seconds. It got to mm-hmm. the point which my oldest son, who watched the whole film with, with us, looks at me and goes, mm-hmm. Daddy, this is really long. <laughs> Four-year-old. 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 Yeah. I'm like, yes, son, just... it is. I can't wait for this to be over. He's like, yeah, I, I want the movie to start. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: is your four year old, your four year old, and I, and I, and you know what, Caleb, I'm disappointed in you because your four year old doesn't. That, that, that's a fine reaction for him, but you should have been there for him, and you should have been like, no, son, this is the goddamn Quad City DJs playing behind a montage of Michael Jordan slam dunking for a solid four minutes, and you, damn it, son. You should appreciate this. This. <laughs> this is this is where four minutes feels like eternity, and I would have never done that because, like, it, it was egregious. Like it, it really was, up, though, honestly. <laughs> at the point, there was a point at which I'm like, did he ask for this? Like, did he say, like, see the first cut of this film and was like, you know what, really like that, you know, 90 second credit sequence in the beginning with all my slam dunks. Can we like double that, please? Because I would really like no, to see more. Of I, I have to think that was probably more of a boardroom think... decision of like, listen, Michael Jordan's kind of the biggest thing. Let's just get him sticking his tongue out for four mm. minutes, you know? Exactly. He is the biggest thing in sports at this time. Like, and billing him as the star of your movie, a lot of people came to this movie to watch Michael Jordan. Like, that's... You know, absolutely. Yeah, was, but they got it was like two board. hours of that. Do they really need four minutes? Oh, of it's it not two hours long. It's just oh, not him actually just playing like basketball, though. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like it's two hours. Um, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know. I don't. I enjoy I like it. Like Alex says, it's set set to a really badass soundtrack at the time. Like I could. That's yeah. true. The soundtrack. I is would pretty watch. Amazing. I would watch ESPN Sports Center highlights if the Quad City DJs oh, were played behind it every time. This yeah. is a sub ninety minute film. This is eighty eight minutes. Yeah, I watched. <laughs> There's a solid two minutes of montage that is yeah. unnecessary. This yeah. movie no, is man. probably ultimately an eighty minute film. Everyone if we were, and montage. you're acting like it ruined your goddamn life this afternoon. <laughs> Everyone, the- loves I want my eighty eight minutes back. Yeah, that's how I feel about the Princess Bride. Let's move on. <gasps> no! Oh, oh, shots fired. Oh, Again, don't send your hate mail directly to geeksquatchpodcast.com. Oh, um, all right, so it introduced a new, brand new Looney Tune. Yeah. Um, in Lola yeah, Bunny. This is her first appearance in anything. And we had a short conversation this afternoon in our group chat on how much this inspired the current furries culture. Um, oh, God. <laughs> 
And but Lola gets introduced um, as kind of the count the, a female bunny. You know, it kind of blows me away that there wasn't a female bunny up to this point. Like, wh- how? Why do Warner Brothers never counter Minnie Mouse? Not a caricaturized one, or a, you know, but there, it was there always was a, bugs. It was always there was bugs. bugs. There was a female. There's been a chick. female bunny along the way, but nobody. Well, had what's what's cool right. about this is that Lola Bunny gets introduced um, as this kind of like, well, shit, man, maybe we got to have a girl character involved in all of this because it's the '90s, mm-hmm. and Lola Bunny. Yeah. Is, is she's not a damsel in distress. She doesn't need saving. She's she's she doesn't suck. She is the only one that's actually good at basketball, which is pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And she's also just a she like her personality is just rad, you know. And she's also yeah. she's she's agreed. Basically, she's an anthropomorphic version of Natalie Dormer. So at some point, like, do, can, we, can we just say we all win here? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, um, Dor- I'm just googling. everyone except the chicks. Natalie. Yeah. Natalie Marjorie Dormer. from Game of Thrones, bro. Token I don't. Bunny. Oh my god! Oh, they, that's perfect. Jeez, that Man. actually is yeah. perfect. I need to go rewatch Space <laughs> yeah. Jam. What? A, what? A, yeah. What did I say, guys? Come on. Goodness. <laughs> anyway, um, another another good. I want to discuss you guys. Your guys' takeaway of Bill Murray in this movie. Um. We talked about the golf scene. The bat, the end of the movie, though, when he comes in to play the game. So what happens is the plot plays out. Um, the they play the first half of the game. They pretty much are getting their ass kicked by the monsters, which of course they are. It's a movie. Um, and in the locker room, it's a it's a funny scene in the locker room when um, Bugs renames Michael's water Michael's secret juice or secret <laughs> secret stuff secret, secret stuff. stuff. And, and it's then great. everyone, that's another everyone classic thinks Looney Tunes moment. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone thinks that that's what makes Michael great, of course, because they're fucking dumb cartoons. Because um, it's water. It's just water. Yeah, absolutely. It could have at least um, gone with Gatorade. I mean, come on now. <laughs> so they go out for the second half, and they actually play really well and make it a game. And then uh, they all feel like the juice is starting to wear off. Um, or no, what happens is the, the Danny DeVito, Mr. Swackhammer, uh-huh. I think is his name, mm-hmm. um, instructs the Monstars to start just injuring people. Just start, you know. Playing dirty. Really go, yeah, really just go 2006 New Orleans Saints Ooh. on people, you know. Wow. And, <laughs> um, hey, that hits home with me. Was that controversial? Yeah, so. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they had a they had a thing called, what was it called, Kayla, or Colin? They, uh, the betting thing, right? They had, yeah, they they uh, paid players called. to injure opposing yeah. players. Mm-hmm. There was like a bounty. It was bounty game. The bounty, that's what it was called. That's right. Yeah, they bounty. had bounties on like opposing quarterbacks and stuff. And if you injured him and put him out for the game, you would get a bonus. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Swackhammer's bounty gating the Monstars. And they start knocking players out. And they get down to a point where, well, number one, they get down to a, where they need an extra player. And uh, <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Knight's character fills in. Another great. By the line way, is, how awesome of a name is? Yeah, it's actually pre- it's a pretty damn a good, good name. It does not belong to that face. Absolutely, yeah. that's exactly what I was Absolutely. just thinking. He's actually a that really well accomplished like, actor in his own. Wayne Knight, no, Wayne Knight's cool. Oh, I good. like him. He, I mean, he just he doesn't deserve that name. But, but he doesn't deserve the name <laughs> of a of a superhero's alter right. ego. Right. You know, like that's what. So <laughs> maybe he does. I don't know. But one of my favorite things when he when he gets to the. When he first re-meets uh, Michael in the Looney Tunes gym, 
And he's like, I can play. Let me help. And starts dribbling the ball. And Michael's like, what What are you going to do? What can you contribute? He's like, well, I mean, I'm not tall and fast, but I'm I'm really slow. Like, it's a good thing. And then Daffy flat out calls him fat. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. Anyway, he joins the Looney Tunes team at the end. So then there becomes a point in the game where all the Looney Tunes characters start getting injured and taken out of the game, and they need to find replacements. And at one point, uh, Michael Jordan looks down at the bench and sees his two possible replacements, either um, Wayne Knight's character, which what's, I, I just Stan, right? That's yeah. his name, Stan? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's a just fitting came. name. It's either Stan or um, the old the old knitting grandma lady from the Tweety Bird, the, the owner of the Tweety <laughs> yep. Bird's grandma, whatever. Um, and so Stan comes in. And literally plays one play. Um, the Monstars immediately smash him into the court, make him a pancake. Um, and then the paramedics come out and blow him up into a balloon and he zips off. And And the point of it is that these Looney Tune physics were always possible for humans to pull off. And uh, Jordan looks at Bugs and... Uh, and says, How, "What happened there? How's that even possible?" He's like, "Well, yeah, we can all do it. You're in, you know, it's you're in the Looney Tunes right now." And he's, you know, it's there's like thirty seconds left in the game. Sec- like, thanks for telling me that. Right? Is there ten, ten seconds, seconds, seconds left? Yeah, thanks for game? telling me that ten seconds before the game's yeah, over. Thanks for telling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so then uh, Marvin the Martian, who I want to quickly point out, I read a cool little thing on why Marvin the Martian was the ref, or not a cool thing, but one line that Mar- it fitting. It's fitting that Marvin was the ref because he's a Looney Tune. And an alien, hmm. so he's not biased. Ah. He doesn't. He doesn't. You know, he could either. Hmm. He could. He can go for either team winning. So wait, so he's anyway, from Moron Mountain too. No, but he's an alien. He's not. He's not a Looney Tune from Earth. You know. Like so there you go. So Marvin's your ref. Uh, he instructs the the Tune Squad that they need a replacement player, and Bill Murray comes to the rescue. And I think I think it's a really cool scene because he gets into the huddle with them and starts like kind of barking out orders. You know, or writing down the play you know Daffy you're gonna pass it to the girl the girl bunny and back to Bugs and Jordan looks at him and says Bill we're on defense <laughs> whoa 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 I don't play defense you guys are gonna have to listen to Michael on this one <laughs> like come on I love the explanation too that when he shows up like cause I remember watching the uh, trailer um mm-hmm. and like Bill Murray was, was it was this scene you know, and I and I was watching the entire movie, waiting for like Bill Murray to be a part of the team at some point. And uh, I'm like, there's like there's like five minutes left. <laughs> Where's Bill <yeah>. Murray? <laughs> and he just kind of walks up, and like they explain it away through some like silly like my agent knows so and so. He's whatever. friends, yeah. Friends he got the producer, he got me uh, and they dropped him off. It's it's yeah, yeah. The, exactly the most convenient and plot device I... of all time, and I wanted to it's punch a cartoon. It's a cartoon. But it's so tongue in cheek, and it's so of that movie. I love it. He's like, yeah, I know. I you know yeah. the Teamsters. And Daff, Daffy says, oh, that makes sense. And, yeah. and you're getting annoyed at it. It's the comedy <laughs> of it is how improbable funny. it is. And Mr. Swackhammer, the Danny DeVito character, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this. Oh my thing. god! Yes, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Those never get old. It's so classic. I love those jokes. <laughs> um. So that's how the, the movie kind of ends. They run this final play. Jordan realizes that he can do Looney Tunish things, goes up for a slam dunk from like half court and stretches his arm out far enough to make the game winning slam dunk. And the Toon Squad wins the game and um, 
and everything's good. Um, he doesn't. He does uh, uh, tell the aliens, ask them why they're putting up with the boss being such a jerk to them when they're that big, and they get rid of him. Um, so anyway, that goes on. So that's not about Space Jam. We kind of we've taken a lot of time up. I want to quickly talk about because I know Alex would kill me if we wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? I, gotta pa- I gotta pause. Just I, okay, fr- pause. Being from Minnesota, I gotta do this. Mm-hmm. Do you guys notice the hat that Bill Murray had on? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't know what that was. It was a badass hat, but that's our amateur baseball team that he's a part owner oh, of. Oh, shut up. The St. Paul oh, Saints. Nice. Oh. Yes. Huh. So that, that team, he was a, one of the, the founding members in 1993 of the St. Paul Saints. And um, apparently he comes. I, I've been to a couple games here and there. I haven't been to one where he's been to. But he comes to at least one game every year. He owns a couple of, or he has, you know, he dabbles in with a couple of other baseball teams. Um, well, he's a and, big Cubs fan. If you're watching Cubs any fan, of the World if you're Series, watching that World Series. That, yep. yeah. um, but yeah, so that that sweet ass hat, which I still I don't own one, and I need to now that I've seen this uh, movie. Um, that St. Paul Saints logo. That that's uh, our amateur baseball team, and that the, and the team is actually kind of takes a. Um, it, it's a real, it's a real amateur baseball team, but they have like really fun promotions, and um, they're just kind of silly in general. Um, Did they? Um, That's cool. I don't watch baseball at all, and I don't really know much about it. Are they the team that was wearing like they they do like wild promotions and stuff? Like, were they the ones that were yeah. wearing Power Rangers jerseys recently? Or like they Ninja might Turtles have, jerseys? I, I wouldn't shit? put that past them. I wouldn't put that past them at all. Yeah, That's they're. Cool. Um, I think their their mascot is like all pink, and it's called it's Mud Mudana. And they, yeah, oh, that's funny. Just and they have like a yeah, pig mascot. It's, it's, you know, I don't know enough. That's I cool. should, I should know more about, or I should have prepared a little bit more for this. But um, they, they're, they're fantastic. So that's it cool. was really cool to see that coming from from it, Minnesota. It kind of reminded me of one of my favorite lines in this too, when uh, Bugs and Daffy are talking, and Daffy suggests naming the the basketball team the Ducks. Oh, and yeah. and Bugs Bugs' response is, "What kind of Mickey Mouse team name is that?" <laughs> and which is really funny because Disney owns the Anaheim Ducks, the the yep. hockey team. Yep. And so he says, "What kind of Mickey Mouse team name is the Ducks?" Which and, why uh, did they name it this? The Tune Squad. That was so lame. And also, Tune is T U N E. No, on their jerseys. No, yeah, is it, is it really? Yeah, it's not T O N. Yeah, how weird. That's true. How weird. It did make me went for my for my job. We can wear jerseys at at work. I'm a bartender, so behind the bar, I can wear uh, a jersey. And maybe want to buy a Michael Jordan Toon Squad jersey. Oh, that would be dope. Wear. Actually, that'd be actually cool. You know what? Yep. That'd be really cool. Looney Tunes is actually spelled, I believe, originally as T U N E S. You know, you really? maybe I'm I'm seeing in my head. I'm not I'm not gonna Google this because my keyboard's too damn loud. But it is. I'm seeing in my head uh, title cards spelled tunes with a U. Yeah, it is. that that logo, like the the orange circles yeah, yeah, logo yeah. thing. Yeah. Hot damn, um, job, all right, bro. so let's quickly talk about soundtrack because because it was a really good soundtrack, some really good stuff on it, and I'm gonna list down the singles that came off it and where they reached on their Billboard chart. Uh, up to number two on Billboard, R. Kelly, I can be, I believe I can fly. Um, you know, that was what was it originally released on the soundtrack? I wish I should have done some research on that. But I, I feel like it probably was. Um, I feel like it was. I feel like it was not. But I feel I, no. I, I should know this. This is something I should know. It's like really. I mean, it's, Kelly, it's clearly not Gotham City off of the Batman and Robin soundtrack. I can see the um. Which, I can see the music video bits in my head, which I have not watched in like twenty years. Probably the official mm-hmm. video for it. Um, and it does feature a kid 
I do believe playing basketball like in a in a I feel like in like a yeah, shitty like yellow yard like yellowed grass yard. I don't yeah, know. he wrote it for the soundtrack according to the the boom yeah. Colin with Heck the yeah. Google. Quick, quick backtrack. How fucking cool were soundtracks in like ninety, like the mid? They were 90s? solid. They were, dude. They Seriously. meant so much back then. They meant so. Now everything they is like now everything, everything is like orchestrated, like big name, you know, five hundred piece orchestras and stuff. But back yeah. then, man, you got you got tunes out of this shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This soundtrack, um, Batman Forever, um, even like the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Anyone yeah, have that right. One? That like was a good the, there were some great soundtracks. I feel like the, the day, I feel like man. the last Seriously. the last movie with like just a fucking like an in movie, but also like uh, separately released dope ass soundtrack would have been a Knight's Tale. Yeah, oh, that's what yeah. I thought you were gonna say. That's good that's stuff awesome. too. Yeah. Well, no, the last one was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, that's uh, that that's they do they do soundtrack. They do music so damn. And good the next one would probably be Volume Two, which. Oh, it's going to be... I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, number four on the Billboard chart, Monica's uh, For You, I Will. Oh, yeah. Um, which is used during... I'm not sure what scene that was in, but it was. I recognized it when it came on. Um, number 10, Seal got up to number 10 with uh, Fly Like an Eagle, which I believe is that... No, I believe I Can Fly is the opening scene, right? Yes. yes. Fly Like an Eagle is the end. That's the opening... Yeah. Is it? And then what's there's one of those two songs play when Jordan first starts training at the Looney Tunes thing when he starts kind of it's a it's another kind of like t- probably two or three minute montage of him doing dunks in a gym. I think that's I believe <laughs> I can fly at that point. In fi- <laughs> yeah, in film. So it's after after Bugs and Daffy go and get his sneakers at the house. Yeah, and bring him back yeah, to him, and then he the can, he can start playing basketball again. He says, "Let me see if I can remember how to do this." And somehow Wayne um, Knight digs like a nine hundred foot tunnel in <laughs> yeah. a golf. Yeah. It's... Okay. There is an excellent line that he has when somebody comes up to him and the hole's pretty small, and he says, "What are you doing?" Oh. And he yeah. says, "Filling in a divot." I I I chuckled lightly to myself. That was good. Yeah. And, was, yeah. That and, that, and the guy that walks up to him is like this old, like you know, stereotypical, like old Jewish man retiree guy, and he asks yeah. him, "He's like, what yeah. are you doing?" And he's like. Filling in a divot, and he, he, as How, he walks away, he's like, "He's filling in a divot." Yeah, that was great. <laughs> That's so good. How much more did it annoy you that it never explains how Wayne Knight gets there? Oh, that annoyed me to no Caleb. end whatsoever. He just like he overhears Bugs and Daffy on the golf course. They go into a different hole that he's not digging, and then he's just there in the next scene. He's like, "Yeah, I just followed them." Like you, okay? What? Like so you have anyway. to obey the law of physics, you know? <laughs> yeah. Until they until you get in the hole, yeah. you have to obey the law of physics. Um, number yeah, thirty-seven. Uh, anyway, for the Billboard, number thirty-seven is Quad City DJs, which is the Space Jam title track, um, and that's what's going on during Caleb's favorite montage. Well, yeah. If you played if you played sports any time after this movie came out, um, this oh. this was played during either your game or your warm up or both. Mm-hmm. Yep, the warm up. Yeah. This is totally a warm up song. I yes. I would almost guarantee this that this song's on Jock Jams Volume One. Oh. Anybody remember Jock? Yeah, Jams? I, want, I, I yeah. had all those Jock Jams. Yeah, I, I have. I, I I had those as well. I'm. I guarantee you, yeah. it's all these songs were at one point on a Jock Jam. So maybe other than the Monica song. Oh, um, and, next and then up to number fifty was Hit 'Em High by uh, Be Real, Buster Rhymes, LL Cool J, Coolio, and Method Man. Man, when nice this little. when this track comes on and it's the Monstars like just tearing some shit up on the basketball court, right? Mm-hmm. This song is actually like so. A lot of these other ones when they come in, they're very heavily featured uh, in the mix. They're like really high up there. Um, Hit 'Em High is like. 
kind of not as loud. There's a lot more like uh, sound effects and basketball noises going on. But when this shit came on, I like had to do a double take because this is a really fucking dope song. And also hit them high. Um, I don't know. I was just shocked. I was like, dude, what the like? Fuck is Method Man doing in a goddamn Looney Tunes thing? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) get him out of here. He doesn't belong here. So, um, yeah, Google or do whatever iTunes or whatever soundtrack, whatever music thing you use and check out some of these songs again. They'll take you back. Um, the one song that's not on this list was on the Billboard list that I remember loving on the soundtrack was uh, Basketball Jones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for some reason, which uh, now I can't remember who the hell sang it. It's someone really popular. Um, but anyway... Um, look that one. This up. is on Jack um, Jam's Volume Three, by the way, which came out in '97, which makes sense because the film was released in late '96. So. Yeah, perfect. Good job. Um, that was the Quad C DJs Space Jam. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Um, and I believe I probably believe I Can Fly was on there too. Um, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Um, all right, guys. So real quick, box office. Um, the budget of the movie was about um 80 million. I think it said on there somewhere. 90. Um, it, 90. that's how much it grossed. I think the budget was 80 and then it grossed 90.4 in the United States and then 230 to 250 internationally. So huh. it's the highest, like I said earlier, it's the highest grossing basketball film of all time. It's the third highest grossing sports film of all time behind Rocky four and the blind side. The best Rocky movie. Which, really? I would break yeah. you. The blind side. I never would have guessed the blind sides up there. The blind side's Bigger than remember the Titans, the Blind, the blind Side the got blind really side. good, like uh, like Academy Award stuff. Yeah, and yeah, and you got to think true. the Blind Side also it plays into people who may want to watch a sports movie, but it also eight hundred percent grabs that mom crowd. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like ninety five percent sure that Sandra Bullock won an Oscar for the Blind Side. I think Probably, you're right. I can I can see that definitely. So, anyways, we're gonna close out with quickly. Um, you guys, there are rumors of, and actually, I think it's beyond rumors at this point. Not the true. Space, Dan- Space Jam Two is in pre-production currently, uh, um, and <laughs> what's was it boo? me? And it will, and it will star LeBron James. Um, I'm just guessing by the boo that Jamie, you are not for sequels this. Sequels are never a good idea, especially ten years later. Like seriously, wait. You can't say sequels are never a good idea because I will bring up every goddamn episode, Terminator 2 and Aliens. That's true. Uh, never That's a true. good idea. Well, the alien. first one wasn't a good a, idea of right. either of those. Maybe the Terminator. <laughs> Terminator 2 Judgment Day <laughs> is alien? an amazing film alien. on a variety alien. of levels. Alien, alien awesome. was just an excuse for somebody to put together giant costumes with sticky stuff sticking out of their teeth. and No. <laughs> <laughs> so unnecessary. That's where I remind you. Jamie, were, that... were you scared? Were you scared? No. You can be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie does. Jamie gets scared easily. This is, is, there anyone, <laughs> is there anyone who would be remotely interested in Space Jam Two with LeBron no. James? No. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But I think it sounds interesting. I, I think it sounds. It it'll probably go the way of yeah, exactly. Colin will just be sixteen all over again. Like, I'm too cool for that. It's not. Well, my thing is like that Roger Rabbit stuff. My thing is, the Looney Tunes were very popular in the '90s. Still, the Lo- mm-hmm. like Looney Tunes is not like I don't even yeah, know. It's not I, a thing anymore. If I it? went upstairs and asked my kids, well, I mean it's a little late for that because it's midnight. <laughs> but if I asked my kids to name five, to even name three Looney Tunes characters, I don't know that between them they could do it. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, at, th- at this time, there were Looney Tunes, like, stores and malls. Oh, hell yeah. Like, but there was they, War- I mean, Warner Brothers stores. Are too old to know, or are they, are they just gone? No, no like, they're largely they, gone. Like, there's not, I yeah. mean, because I have 24 hours a goddamn day, there is some sort of cartoon on my televisions. And I don't think I've seen any sort of Looney Tunes characters in years. They will like it. And did if, they if you, die if you, if you, with... Mel Blanc, like, did that? Did that go? Was that kind of hand in hand? Like, their decline. They're not on TV all the time, like they were when we were kids. Like, if you introduce them to them, Alex, your your younger ones especially, they're gonna like it. Like, I oh yeah, for introduced sure. Introduced Tom and Jerry to our oldest, and he's four and a half, and he's he loves it. Yeah, uh, actually, Tom and Jerry. Um, weirdly enough, my youngest really is is also into that. Um, but it's like I said, I just don't think that. The idea of bringing back Space Jam now, I think that they're just... It's kind of like Jamie said, like, 10 years or 20 years later is just too late, man. Yeah. Like, the Looney Tunes... Here's the thing. They're going to get all of my generation are going to go see this damn movie. You know what I mean? And my generation yeah. has kids. And so, like, maybe like maybe that could be a revival thing. But to be honest, mm-hmm. just the way that just the way that sequels, especially super late sequels like this go or remakes or anything else, it's going to be... You're going to get that initial boom opening weekend. The movie's probably going to be terrible. And then it's... I mean, I don't know. I don't see anything good coming of it. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. Watch out for that Looney Tunes comeback I'll in see 2018. It. And also, I don't, I don't hate LeBron James, guys. I really don't. Uh, I don't either. You know? No, I don't mind him. I don't mind him at all. Who is he? I think he's fine. <laughs> he's a sports ball player. Don't he's that sports guy with the horrible hairline. Cool. He does have he does have he does have like the hairline of a seventy year old. Yeah, true. which I feel. I mean, like I got that going, man. I feel you, LeBron. But just own that shit. Shave your head, bro. Don't fill it in. Dude, yeah. Dude's been playing in the NBA since he was 19. That's just mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. That's crazy. But anyway, we're not a sports show, but, uh, you know, Space Jam, it's, it gets it hits that itch. You know, I'm, I'm a sports guy. I know Colin definitely is. Mm-hmm. Alex loved the NBA back in the day. Um, so, you know, and, and Caleb just hates everything. Yeah. That's I do yeah. not hate everything. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb is really a super does. curmudgeon. I am maybe that. <laughs> absolutely that that's awesome anyway guys we want to thank you so much for uh for listening to the space jam episode we are going to take a short ba- break and we'll be right back with something fun for y'all see ya All right, guys, we are back, and thanks for sticking with us through the break. We are going to get into some Crypto Geekology. We really hope you enjoyed that Space Jam conversation, and I, for one, again, recommend you go watch this movie. It's 20 years old now and totally worth a watch. Uh, Don't listen to a word Jamie has to say. (laughs) Speaking of Jamie, I'm going to pass that to her. She's going to do our Crypto Geekology host as usual. Um, I'll go over our standings for our listeners real quick again um currently we're gonna bring this through the end of the year so we've all got a shot to get caleb here caleb is at 13 um me myself brandon am at 11 colin and alex are tied at 10 everyone's within range um alex will kick off tonight since he's alphabetically the tie break winner and that's where we'll start from so jamie 
Take it away. All right. Welcome to another fabulous episode of Crypto Geekology. Stop laughing at me, Caleb. Uh, we've got eight <laughs> fabulous categories to choose from, Alex. Movie quotes, 80s, non-sports, sci-fi, comics and books, fictional lands, music, or video games. Pick your poison. Shit. Um, I choose you. Fictional lands. Ooh, good choice. I'm gonna good go back choice. to it again. We're gonna we're gonna go back to and see what happens. <laughs> Maybe who knows? Go back to that old. I uh, hope you are a GOT fan, my friend. Yeah, Fictional kind of. lands brought to you by the Game of Thrones. Uh, the House Ooh. of Black and White is a temple in Bravos dedicated to what? Caleb. Uh, the I forget the exact is. Is it okay? It's the faceless god, right? Or the uh, the god of death, oh. faceless god. What the fuck is his name? The many-faced god. Yes! There you Ooh, go. Way to pull. Nice. Well done. Good pull, man. Thank you, thank you. Man. Point it's been a little bit, man. man. I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta dip back into some GOT here. Point so. Alex to 11. <laughs> Don't worry, you've got until, what, April? May now? No, later. They pushed it into summer because their cause they're sk- recording schedule, they pushed back mm. so they can have worst winter the worst. where they're recording. They're the Because winter has arrived, bitches. Yeah, it has. <laughs> so excited. All right, Colin, what can I serve uh, up for you? Let's do some video games. Video games. The first game to ever show blood and gore was so violent it was banned in the UK. Name that game. Hmm. Well, it's probably mm. not the one I'm thinking of, but I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat. No, although that is the usual answer for this. Mm-hmm. Anybody wait, else want to steal? Not me. Uh, How all? No, wait. It was only it was banned. In, the violent version was banned in the UK. It there's only one version. <laughs> First game to oh, ever it was show just blood okay. and gore was so violent it was completely banned in the UK. Uh, 1986. Oh wait, I got a guess. Ooh, Caleb, what? Smash TV. No. Okay. Ooh, good guess though. Damn. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm gonna say 1986. And not saying much, but I had never heard of it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, that doesn't help. Yeah, I don't know. I probably I'd don't know. Pass that. on it. Same. What's it called? It's called Chiller. And oh Ooh. my god, you have to look this up. This is the most <laughs> amazing thing I've ever seen. I mean, in terms of being horrible. So Chiller is a light gun shooter like Virtuacop, only instead of docking you a life every time you hit an innocent bystander, it rewards you. And basically, it looks like you just go through a torture chamber where naked people are strapped to walls and do as much oh. damage to them as possible. Oh I'm my god. Awesome. It is if you l- type in to Google chiller game chiller. it is oh my god. Huh. It is, so this was an arcade game. It's ridiculous. Sounds like something we should How cover f- on the show. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I'd play that. Yeah, for bad arcade games. I just built I just built an arcade. Yeah. I could play it cuz I have a fucking CRT for my Dreamcast set up, but I don't know if you guys Yeah, we, could, we should. Yeah, we that. probably wouldn't. That was my favorite find of trivia this week. That's, That's pretty good. Freaking amazing. That's awesome. Good deal. All right, so nobody's All right. Uh Brandon. That's me. Um, I'm going to take uh, comics and books. Comics and books. Uh, true or false? You got 50-50. Oh. Martin Goldman tried to talk Stan Lee and Steve Ditko out of introducing Spider-Man because he insisted that kids hate spiders. True. That is true. I've yeah. heard that. Kids hate spiders. I've heard that. 
Nobody Kids wants do them. hate spiders. Turns out boys actually think they're pretty funny. I know. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, say, ours loves spiders, so. Yeah, exactly. But bats, you know, people people love bats. Let's put yeah. those all over our comic book. <laughs> but bats are supposed to be scary, and Batman's supposed to be scary. Oh, so. All right, points for Brandon. Kalib. All right, so Brandon's up to 12. So me, I'm going to take... I'm going to take Back to the 80s. Back to the 80s. What, and I will take one of two, major 80s fashion trends were inspired by the movie Flashdance. Oh, um, I'm going to go with leg warmers. Well done. Thank you. Can you name the other? I was going to say off the cuff, off the shoulder uh, uh, sweaters. Oh, you were so fashionable. (laughs) Wow. Well done, sir. I don't know. (laughs) I, I I have a sister who's really into fashion. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, sure you, sister. Sister. sure you do. Sure you do. I really do, actually. <laughs> she, she majored in uh, fashion merchandising. Mm. So. Hey, my uh, brother-in-law yeah. graduates from Virginia Tech with a degree in fashion merchandising later this month. Yeah, very cool. Caleb, how many times have you uh, talked about flash dance with your sister? Right. I'm sure it's come up a just conversation. <laughs> just, just wondering if your excuse has How any merit whatsoever. How many times have you seen Flash Dance? Uh, I've only seen. I've never seen it all the way through. Uh huh. I've seen the dance scene, the very famous one. He's probably seen some... like fifteen, twenty yeah. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not really her. The majority of that. Oh, it's could, a it's a body double. Knowledge. That was on. How many times did you have pants on? Okay, okay. One? Wait, hold on. Right. There, hold on. Hold on. Let me explain. <laughs> the, the video for the song was on pop up video on VH1. Video. Uh, mm. And I, I must have seen that rerun of that show probably five times. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. all explained. Uh-huh. Nothing to see here. That accounts for five of the 15 times you watch the video. Moving on. Right? <laughs> Move along. <laughs> Moving on. Alex. <laughs> yes. You have still to choose from movie quotes, <clears throat> non-sports, sci-fi, and music. Let me get that sci-fi. The science fiction. Who was Starman in the movie by that name? Oh, God. Mm. Uh, he's oh, like a, I don't fuck you. Know this. I don't know anything about... I know you about, guys don't like it, but... I don't know anything do about Starman. Um, I, I know oh, the, I know the movie. If you guys can guess. If you guys think you can guess. That, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to wager a guess. I won't give multiple choice, though. Uh, Only Starman I know of is from wait, Earthbound. Wait, 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 oh. a chance. Um, fuck, man. I feel man. like multiple choice would, would narrow it down. I don't yeah, even know. Give him multiple choice. Give him. Okay. Your multiple choice... David Caruso, Jeff Bridges, Timothy Hutton, Billy Crystal. Caleb. Still. I'm going to give this shit to, um, just because I like this man. I'm sorry, hold on. I forgot the fucking options now. Um, <sighs> forget it, man. <laughs> Timothy Hutton. No. Caleb. Right. Jeff Caleb Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Damn it. <laughs> I knew it. As soon as you said, I could see his God face damn it. Damn see, film. and that's the name. When I said I forgot the options you just gave me, that's the thing, because I fucking love Jeff Bridges. And I was I like, I'm just going to throw that. it to him. And then I forgot. Not a barbarian. <laughs> yeah, I had a bad. It was Jeff Bridges. It was Jeff Bridges. Yes, you got it right. All right, so point for Caleb. Fifteen. I swear to God, I would think you were cheating. All right, Colin. All right, Colin. Mm-hmm. Movie quotes. Uh, or I'm music? gonna go with movie quotes. Whoa, brave man. It's actually, I, I think we're you're okay on this one this week. Is it uh, an exchange? All major theme parks have delays. When they opened Disneyland in 1956, Caleb. nothing worked. Yeah, but John, if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. Oh, God. Caleb, 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 Caleb. Mm. Come on, Colin. You got it. 
Well, the first thing that came to mind was Natural Lampoon's Vacation, Ooh. because you were talking about the theme park, but that doesn't sound like it would be right. Um, let's go with Ghostbusters. Dude, oh. listen to it one more time, please. <laughs> no. Uh, Caleb with the steel for Jurassic Park. That is correct. At least the oh yeah, Pirates of yeah, Caribbean yeah. doesn't <laughs> eat the customers, <laughs> tours. Killing me, Smalls. I know, and that wasn't fair because Caleb and I just watched that. So, all right. Yeah, that was that was a gimme anyway. I can't believe oh, wow. you, Colin. Yeah, Colin. Um, anyone who wants yeah, to apply for Colin's yeah, well, uh, host chair, I'm just, uh, I'm let just us know. plummeting. Just I'm plummeting down these stairs. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. Okay, Brandon, you can have non-sports or music. Uh, music. Music it is. In David Bowie's Let's Dance, he urges you to put on your blank shoes and dance the blues. Seems like... Never mind. God damn it. <laughs> Seems like the answer is in the question. It does, doesn't it? It does. Blue suede shoes? <laughs> We're looking at each other like, I just gave them a hint. Anybody else want did to get it? No, no, you did not get Aww. it. <laughs> Alex with the steel. Alex dancing. No Put on dancing shoes and dance. No. <laughs> Put on your blank shoes and dance the blues. Oh shit, Colin! God damn it, Colin! Blues please. shoes. No, not blue shoes. <laughs> no, it's not. I guess blue. David Bowie is, is rolling it? over in his grave right now. He is. I'm sorry. Caleb? We're sorry, Sir David. Actually, they guessed all my guesses. So, are you kidding? Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Red. I like it. Red. Red. Uh, yeah. Put on your red shoes and dance. The I'm blues. not a huge Bowie fan. Actually. That yeah, doesn't that make is, any damn sense. Yeah, There's no clue Bowie, in the song. Bowie never makes sense. That's yeah, true. you threw me off. God damn it. Let's dance. Red's my favorite color. All right. I would have guessed that. Caleb, take your damn dance question. Blue. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got non-sports. Yep. Uh, non-sports this week is bullfighting. Oh. Ooh, mm. Red makes bulls angry. Well, that's the myth behind why matadors use a red cape. What is the real reason matadors Colin. use a cape? Motion. Yes. <laughs> Damn it, I knew that one. Damn it. Fun fact, bulls are colorblind, mm-hmm. but not red-blue colorblind. Oh, so they actually can see they red. They are red-green oh, colorblind. Funny. They can tell shades of uh, colors that doesn't really seem to bother them at all. Yeah, it's the motion of the case. Would somebody like to read the standings for me? <laughs> Drum roll, please. The standings are Caleb at the top. What a surprise. Leading with 17 points. Taking a not-so-close second. Brandon is in second place with 12 <laughs> points. Followed Jesus closely Christ. by Alex and Colin at 11 and 10. Respectively. Respectively. Uh, respectively mm-hmm. at 11 and 10. It's not respective, though. Good like, it's, night. It's not respectable. Well, it's not respectable. We, we all went into it within reach and just... I don't know what the fuck just happened. Just crumbled. <laughs> but it was real dumb. And, uh, For real. Yeah. Y'all watch out. I'm going to fuck around and steal all the questions next week. That's what. How many more weeks have we got? It's not like, happen. I don't know. We, I'm thinking we have like four. Do we have four? Maybe five weeks left? Something like so that. So we'll see what happens. It could happen. We'll see. What it, could, it could happen. Yeah, hey, all right. the Cubs all right. won the World Series this year. So That's true. Anything can happen. If the Cubs can win the series, I can beat Caleb at trivia. 
<laughs> it could happen. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to Geek Squatch, our Space Jam episode. Um, we love you. Go to ninjapancake.com. That is the podcast network that we are affiliated with. They have a ton of great shows. Um, a lot of video game-centric shows about The Division. Um, they got My Morning Coffee, which is Remy just kind of rambling for 10 minutes on whatever the hell he wants to. Some emails and stuff. It's really cool listen. Really quick short listen that he does. Um, and just get on there and look some stuff up, guys. Um, we want to say thank you to Speaker Freaks for giving us the Geek Squatch theme. Go check them out at speakerfreaks.com. Um, get on iTunes, guys. Rate us. Um, subscribe to us. Rate us. Leave a comment on iTunes um, so that we can get your feedback. And rating us just helps us get noticed. Um, the more stars we get, the more popular we get, and the more people, more people's hands we get into. Um, go to our website at geeksquatch.com. Email us at podcast at geeksquatch.com and follow us at geeksquatchpod with, on Twitter. Um, Jamie, you want to plug anything? Uh, you can always find me anywhere pretty much at Traffic Jamie. That's Twitter, Instagram, the Facebook, all the stuff. Uh, lots of pictures of my kids. The snow. We were in Tahoe this, uh, yeah, this weekend Aww. and there's lots and lots of snow on my Instagram feed right now. So. If you're into that, California that's where you'll find it. people got snow before I did oh. in Colorado. And it's amazing because we drove away from it and it's sunny here where we are now. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, what do you got, man? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at CalebMCC. Um, other than that, not doing too much. Just kind of recovering from life and sickness and coughs. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Colin, we got you. Got any snow yet? Uh, yeah, the, we have had snow. Soda? It's it's melted. It's come and gone. It'll come back and it'll stay. But um, yeah, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Perkline, and I'm on video games at Brokebox. And if you uh, want to take my place uh, in crypto geekology, please <laughs> uh, DM me, and we will. There, there'll be a nice um, review process, and we'll get you on the show. Alex, what's up, man? Oh, you know. You can find me on that Twitter, uh, at W-A-Hirsch, W-A-H-I-R-S-C-H, um, and I'll be I'll be messing around on the Xbox a little bit more. Find me there at Grustamar, G-R-U-S-T-A-M-A-R. Have a good week. Awesome. And I'm Brandon, and you can find me at SesameSeed83 on Twitter, SesameSeed01 on Xbox, and I'll play some games with you. I think the four of us are going to be getting down some Titanfall for the next couple weeks at least, so hook us up on that. Um, and we just want to say peace out. See ya.